Welcome to the Frederick Seventh-day Adventist Church Podcast, your place for positive, uplifting messages of hope. You can learn more about us at fredericksdachurch.org. Christmas has become so commercialized in our culture that it's become about what we want for Christmas. Pastor Mark reminds us there's something else we need that we sometimes forget to ask for. And his message, whatever you want. So I will be reading, um, my version will be the New Century Version. And I will be in 1 Kings chapter 3, and right now would be at verse 5. And it says, while he was at Gibeon, we're talking about King Solomon here. The Lord appeared to him in a dream during the night. God said, ask for whatever you want to give. For whatever you want me to give you. Ask for whatever you want me to give you. And you jump down to verse 9 at the beginning part. It will say, I ask that you give me a heart that what? Understands. A heart that understands. So I can rule the people in the right way. And this is, this is the best part of the text. And be able to know the difference between right and wrong. I had, I had a sermon ready for this first Sabbath that I was going to preach. I didn't know it was going to be today. And, and as I was thinking about that sermon, I decided uh, I'm going to start a new sermon because we're in the spirit of Christmas. Trust me, my sermon that was prepared was not Christmassy. It was not going to work out. So I decided that I'm going to have the Holy Spirit work with me and, and, and find something that would really inspire us during this Christmas season. And we've come up with the title, Whatever You Want. Whatever You Want. Those were the best words that I love to hear from my mom every time she had her paycheck. <laughs> when we came to a dollar store, and back then, dollar stores, everything was one dollar. You go to some dollar stores now, it's like $20 for some items. I, I thought it was dollar store. But back then, it was a dollar store where everything was $1. And so when my mom said anything, you got three of anything you want. Go get it, and you'll, you'll, you'll have it. And those were the best moments in my life. I always looked forward to payday when it was my mom that was receiving the paycheck. When I'm receiving the paycheck, I don't look forward to it. I never see it. I just see stuff coming through, and it goes through to bills. So I'm not excited as I was with my mom's paycheck. But every paycheck weekend, we would go to this dollar store, and I'd be excited because when she says, okay, me and my brother would be coming in, she would say, whatever you want. Three of whatever you want. Go get it. I get inside that store, I look crazy. I'm like, where am I going to start? What am I going to do? What am I going to get? You know, I, and, and my brother and I would compare, oh, this is better. I'm going to get this. Oh, you can't get that because I have that already. And we would just be going all over the place, almost taking the whole store apart because we want to get the best thing of whatever we wanted. Soon as we walk out of the store, a few minutes later, we're in the car, we're beginning to realize it's not really what I wanted whether it's broken, whether I just ate it up, like inhaled it. And whatever I wanted 
was no longer what I wanted. And during this holiday season, we have this thing called Christmas list, don't we? And it's a good thing to have Christmas lists so that your, your friends, your family get the right stuff for you. Or if you're the one getting stuff for somebody, you want their Christmas list because you don't want to give them something that you will never see. Whether they return it to the store or it just doesn't fit right or whatever it is, you want to make sure that you get the right stuff for them. So Christmas list is a good thing. And usually, I believe in the past, Christmas list was pretty much made up or, or, or handed over to whoever was going to get something during Christmas time. But for some reason, I'm guilty, this list exists even before Thanksgiving so that something happens the day after Thanksgiving to the effect of that list. And it gets worse even lately because we already have the gift before Christmas and say, well, it's advanced Christmas gift. And say, I still want something for Christmas. Why? Because we realize that what we really wanted is not what we really wanted. And every time we go for whatever we want, it just never stops. That's why we have versions. iPad, iPad 2, you got iPhone, iPhone 4S, Kindle, Kindle Fire, and even computers. You get brand new computers, you have the nice software, and the first thing that pops up is... You have an update waiting for you. I just got the computer. Why do I need an update? Why? Because whatever we want just never ends. Are you with me? What we think we want is really not what we want. And so when I come across these texts that we are working with today, which is found in 1 Kings again, three chapter, uh, chapter 3, verse 5, where it says, God asks King Solomon, whatever you want me to give you, ask it. I have to imagine it. If this was a question that was, that was asked to me, I would have to think a little bit. I mean, initially I would say, oh, I want this, I want this, I want this. But if he really looks me in the eye and says, no, no, no. What is it that you really want? I want you to ask it. And I want you to think about this right now. If God were to come to you right now in a dream or in front of you and really sit in front of you, look at your face, look at your eye and says, whatever you want, ask it. What would it be? What would your response be like? Would it be an item? Would it be a something, wealth, health? Whatever it is, I want you to just think about it real quick because this question is a serious question that we rarely are really getting asked. And when somebody asks us, we really don't think about this question because we just right away say, I want a brand new car. I want a better house. I want, I want a, a better paying job. We ask so much, but we don't really realize what it is that we really want. Solomon could have asked for many things. Riches, honor, fame, power. But none of these things he asked. He requested a heart of what? 
Verse 9, a heart of understanding, a hearing heart, a humble heart, one that is able to listen and learn from God. I hope we learn something valuable from the life of King Solomon. His desire was to have a heart of understanding. When Solomon made the one opportunity, the one opportunity that was given to him to ask of anything, anything, it was unconditional, whatever you want, his response of what he asked was that for the benefit of others. The benefit of others. He asked for understanding, an understanding heart that will differentiate between right and wrong. So this is the question. Ask whatever you ask. If we truly are who we claim to be, Christian Seventh-day Adventists, our answers will mirror that of King Solomon. For it will be a, a request and ask that is about giving and caring for the sake of others. Are we that wise? If God spoke to you directly and asked what he could do for you, would you ask him for a heart of understanding? Would you ask him for a heart that will be able to determine what is right and what is wrong? Would we be that wise or would we be foolish? Check out the options Solomon could have asked, as mentioned by God in 1 Kings, now um, from verse uh, 10 through 14. I'm again at chapter 3, verse 10 to 14. I start with uh, verse 10. The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked this. So God said to him, You did not ask for a long life, or riches for yourself, or the death of your enemies, since you ask for wisdom to make the right decisions. And by the way, all of these options would have been a good request for King Solomon uh, where he was, right? Are you with me? It would have been okay to ask for wisdom to lead the people because that's what he's known for, that he asked for wisdom. But what we don't really understand was that he really asked for a heart of understanding. If he asked for riches so that he could continue to, to, to provide for the people of his land, it would have been okay, right? If he were to ask for power so that there is no uh, problem while he is the king of, uh, of, of the place, it would have been okay so that there would have been peace. He would have asked for peace. It would have been okay. And yet he asked for a heart of understanding. And so God says, I will do exactly as you ask. I will give you wisdom. I'm in verse 12. Wisdom and understanding that is greater than anyone has had in the past or will ever have in the future. That includes us today. I will also give you what you did not ask. How about that? Riches and honor. During your life, no other king will be as great as you. If you follow me and obey my laws and commands, says the Lord, as your father David did, I will also give you long life. This is a perfect Christmas gift. This whole list of what God added is perfect to have in our life. But even King Solomon did not ask that first. All he asks 
was that he would have a heart that understands, a heart that cares for others. You know, when I was growing up, didn't grow up much, but when, when I was a little boy, um, I always enjoyed hanging out with my friends, whether it was up in a mango tree or by the beach, watching the coconuts floating back and forth in the water. But we would happen to always end up talking about this genie thing, right? Where you rub this little lamp and a genie comes out and, and the genie would say, request three things and I will give it to you. And whatever the conversation was and the request that we were coming up with, I always made sure that my second request was that I would have three more requests after my third request. So as you can imagine, my request never ended. I was always good. There was, I mean, the genie had to grant that request, right? I mean, that was always my argument with my friend. And, and wherever you go, the idea of always asking and then you will be granted just seems to fascinate us human beings. We enjoy that. But when we come to a point where we're challenged to really ask what we really want one time, all of a sudden we have to step back and really think about it a little harder. And that is why the story of King Solomon is very important for us even today. Because there is a lesson we can learn. The book Prophets and Kings in page 31 tells us, So long as we remain consecrated, the one whom God has endowed with discernment and ability will not manifest an eagerness for high position. Neither will we seek to rule or control others. Our necessity is to bear responsibility, praying for an understanding heart to discern between good and evil for the sake of others. I like what my brother Mike brought up to me this week when we were having meeting t- this week. He called it the double O principle. That sounds pretty good, right? Double O principle. You know what that means? That's okay. I didn't know it when, until he told me too. Double O principle, basically, he says, is others oriented. Others oriented. Others-oriented. Aren't we the people of God? But then how come much of what we do and desire is for our self-gratification and comfort? So if we're really the children of God, how much of it is that when we ask is to make the life of others better and comfortable? Because many times, even in my driving south 270, or actually north 270, on a Friday afternoon, is not really a double O principle. <laughs> right? If we truly are, and this is important to me, and I hope it is important to you, if we truly are who we claim to be as the children of God, we ought to be the first and foremost double O agents in this world. Others oriented. So that whenever we get only one chance to ask, and it will be given to us, the one thing we would always ask is that I may be able to serve better for others. 
so that others would see Jesus in me. So the question is this, how much of what we desire is for our heart of understanding? I want to challenge you right now, my brothers and sisters, to start thinking about this and making a conscious effort to always seek for a heart that understands. Whatever we ask, whatever we think, whatever we do and say will always be for the betterment of another. Oh, I know, it's going to be hard. It's not that easy. I'm, I'm struggling with this. Even when I was putting this sermon together, I'm thinking, how am I going to make it? How could I preach to be a double O agent and myself not really apply it? I know it is going to be hard, but I also know from experience that it is only hard because we try to do it by ourselves. It is only hard because we try to do it by ourselves. Someone can relate. In fact, she understands better from experience when she was asked to give herself, give of herself, and carry this baby named, who is going to be named Jesus. A baby who is going to save the world from their sins. And in the midst of all this overwhelmingly ta- overwhelming task and responsibility, I like the words that this woman uttered into a song. She said, Breath of heaven, hold me together. Be forever near me. Lighten my darkness. Pour over me your holiness. Breath of heaven. I offer all I am for the mercy of your plan. Help me to be strong. Help me be. Help me. I'd like to call my friend Wendy up front here as she will sing this song, Breath of Heaven. And as she sings this song, I want you to ponder on these words and I want you to think, if you were asked the one question, what is it, whatever it is that you really want, to ask of God. My prayer is that it will always be to show Jesus through you because it is always for the betterment of another double O agents. Many moonlit 
hold me together be forever near me breath of heaven breath of heaven light in my darkness pour over me Can it then be said of us, members and family and friends of Frederick Seventh-day Adventist Church, that when we ask the nature of our heart that is being revealed mirrors that of King Solomon, one that's like of Jesus, always seeking and yearning what is right and what is well, for the benefit of others. My prayer is that the true spirit of Christmas, as we celebrate this season, will be full in our hearts through giving and caring for others. Let's commit ourselves to be double O agents.
because we are the agents of the Lord. Bow your heads with me. Father, thank you for reminding us today of why we continue to exist in this earth. And that is for the benefit, for the comfort, for the care and love of others. I ask, Lord, that you would be with each member, with each friend, with each visitor, with everybody that's here in this place and those who can hear my voice. That you would put a fire in their hearts to continue to serve you by serving your people who need a little heaven here on earth. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for your love and for setting that example for us. You're an awesome God. Thank you for dying on the cross. We love you, Jesus. But thank you for loving us first. In your name I pray. No matter where you are in your spiritual journey, Frederick Seventh-day Adventist Church would love to help you along the way. We are a family-oriented, grace-filled church serving the Frederick, Maryland area. You can learn more about us at frederickSDAchurch.org. For more podcasts, click the sermon audio link. 